First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Yoy! I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Yoy and double yoy! We talking about Twitter. Ripple yoy! Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple yoy! We can't speculate and recollate. We mock ourselves. That Nachi Harris? Can I have your autograph, please? You have money on. No, hell no. We embrace all the smoke. April 28th. Restate my assumptions. One, mathematics is a language of nature. Mm. Two, everything around us can be represented and understood through numbers. Three, If you graph the numbers in any system, patterns emerge. Therefore, there are patterns everywhere in nature. Evidence? The cycling of disease epidemics. The wax and wane of caribou populations. Sunspot cycles. The rise and fall of the Nile. So what about mock drafts? The universe of guesses that represent the global click economy. Millions of hands at work. Billions of minds, a vast network screaming with life, an organism, a natural organism. My hypothesis, within the mock drafts, there's a pattern as well, right in front of me, hiding behind the numbers, always has been. This is what Jin's talking about. The conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation every week on Behind the Steel Curtain I am Kyle Kreiss. Here with me is Greg Benevent. Hello, and welcome to A Beautiful Mind Part 2. It is the 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 fear and loathing. We've reached total fear and loathing <laughs> in mock draft season. The uh, the wheels are coming off the wagon, the, the, the Conestoga wagon that is uh, mock draft season. And, and, and we're finally here. Must break glass before the draft if you're listening if you're not listening to this before the draft started Mm. you're already behind yeah 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 it uh yeah just uh i'm just so glad the mock draft is finally here to continue with the wagon analogy this is oregon trail if you didn't die of dysentery along the way exactly we we are without dysentery we are here to wade you through the mocks uh let's dive head first into this heart of darkness (laughs) Let's get to the tweets, and it is it is it, it, the it's total fear and loathing here. We'll Uh-oh. we'll we'll start with uh we'll start with at betonline underscore ag Steelers two to three odds 
to select quarterback in the first round. Uh, you know, so you have to bet three dollars to make two dollars mm. on your on that QB bet. It's it's the most safe thing uh, bet there is, right? Yeah, I mean that's the idea. Would but... you, uh, as we sit here, you know, with minutes to go before the Steelers are on the clock, would you sit here and and uh, and bet the house on that on that first round quarterback? I, I, I would not, just because I read the rest of the tweet and how. I mean, it's it's. I mean, again, obviously these are not to tell you what's going to happen, but rather to get you to bet. So I see that D line at, at plus five fifty. That um, I I I would I would perhaps risk it to be risk being homeless to live in quite a McMansion. <laughs> Uh, if I'm betting my house on that with minutes to go. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's dive straight into all the fear and loathing. Mm-hmm. Steel City Nation at S City Nation 412. What happens if we trade up in the draft to get Willis and Trubisky ends up having a Pro Bowl season? Did we just waste a first round quarterback pick? And, and blah, blah, blah. I can't even finish it. <laughs> The what if isms we're we're living in our fears. I've, this is defining living in our fears. Uh, th- th- yeah, this is this is this is the very definition of living in our fears. This is like what if I buy a really nice sports car and I go home and find oh man, there's a free Ferrari already in my garage. <laughs> but, well, why? It, it, of course that. Oh no, we have a Pro Bowl quarterback. Because if there's one thing you definitely can't trade for assets, it's a top flight quarterback prospect. Yeah, right. That would be our best case scenario. We'd be, right, you know, right. Like, yes. Um, it, let hey, look. Let everyone's piling on. Mm-hmm. At Colin Dunlap, the Steelers will absolutely set the trajectory, the trajectory of the franchise back even more if they draft a quarterback in the first round. I mean, this is living in your fears. I mean, that that that's yeah. That that's like it's it's like putting on like goggles of just your fears and walking around <laughs> like VR your fears. Fear goggles. That fear sounds, goggles. We've heard of beer goggles. Now fear goggles. Well, sometimes those are kind of synonymous depending on your uh, experience <laughs> at a given evening. But well, yes, the women that uh, usually are out with me are there. I'm wearing the beer goggles. They're wearing the fear goggles. Uh, I mean, is the trajectory of the franchise? Negative, setting the franchise back. It, it sounds like it's such a like we're trending downward. If anything, I mean, are we? I I, I, I also it, it just occurs to me, and you you know, it, it, I think by the third time you said fear and loathing, it kind of hit. It, it just hit home for me. Now here we are on moments to go before the draft. Doesn't it feel like all the free agency didn't happen? <laughs> yeah, right. Free agency. Like none <laughs> of those guys came into the team except Mitch. And even then, Mitch is you know either he's Schrodinger's pro bowler. He's going to be great or he's going to be nothing. But it's you know right. Yeah. He He's, uh, one week he's the worst quarterback, starting quarterback in Steelers history without touching the ball. Right. And, uh, you know, today... Or putting on a practice jersey. Yeah, like. today he's, uh, you know, we're wasting first-round picks on this Pro Bowl uh, <laughs> talent here. Uh, how about, okay. you know, a, a classic at Mark Madden X. Mm. Mark Madden, if the Steelers draft a quarterback, how long till he's better than Burrow, Watson, or Jackson, if ever? Uh, you know, the, I guess the, the statement is if we're not going to be able to get you know, the top quarterback in the league, what's the purpose of drafting one? But, you know, memory serves me that uh, one Ben Roethlisberger was never like a top two, three quarterback as far as, you know, touchdowns or rating or even yards. He only had like one uh, league leading yard season, right? Well, I mean, I, I, I'll take your point and I'll give you a very similar point that kind of backs it up. If, I mean, Burrow, Watson or Jackson so far in their careers and certainly Burrow seems to have quite a trajectory. Boy, those guys have certainly lost to teams with quarterbacks not as talented as them. And Lamar multiple times. Yeah, like it. Uh, you know that I can think of rather clearly. At uh, yeah, I mean some of these uh, some of these guys lost to uh, you know Mace or Duck. You know, not uh, you know not even Ben. Or I could see Derrick Henry still running. Like I think he's still <laughs> running somewhere. Uh, keep let's keep going. Even even the uh, even the more. I, even the minds that we think of more rational are starting to be in the fear and loathing. Jim Wexel, let the QB be the new QB. Trade back and build the Steelers properly. What's the proper way to well, build the Steelers? And again, it's it's Twitter, so of course there's no context whatsoever. But I can very much see, let the new QB be the new QB doesn't necessarily mean uh, uh, hitch everything to the magnificence of Mitch Trubisky, but rather trade back. And if there's a new QB there that you like, take him. I mean, I, I certainly get the, if you could, I mean, and I, you know, and since at this point, I think we're now into like the sideways eight number of mock drafts, but oh, yeah. there have been a few where like, you know, somebody 
somebody trades back and there's still a picket there or even Willis or something else. So, I mean, if that kind of magic can happen, sure. But it, um, I mean, this is, this is a nice idea and, and it very well may be what happens, but I, I, I don't take it. To, I think we're all a little reticent. I think a lot of people, particularly some of the older heads are a little more reticent about, you know, trade uh, about drafting someone such as uh, uh, Willis at 20, but it very well could work out. And no one's saying let Mason be the, let Mason right. be the QB be the QB. You right. know, it's like right. and and uh, and let's be honest, Mace has more game experience re, in re, in recidity. Is that a word in uh, recent? Probably time. not recent years. Yeah. though, is a word. Yeah. So you know, but no one's saying let Mitch or let Mace be the Mace. <laughs> but uh, let's keep going. Oh gosh, gosh, there's some. It's all the same. It's all the same. Living in our fears. Let's mm-hmm. go to how about. How about at David M. Todd? Okay. Steelers aren't trading up. Take that to the bank. Would you bet the farm on not trading up? I, I, as we sit here with minutes to go before the draft starts, maybe, but I, 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 I get very afraid. I, I, what keeps me from betting the house, what keeps me from signing that down is like uh, signing my name is what if like the Panthers draft like some giant guard or something or they take a tackle because yeah. then like all the quarterbacks are there with all those teams and I could see the series being like, man, it okay, we could get somebody here. I, 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 I don't know. that That's the kind of thing where I'm going to lose the McMansion I won earlier by uh, the other bet. <laughs> So you're saying if you're saying the, if if quarterbacks don't go early, that's more likely to move up there and grab them. I, I mean, it, it's, it, it, at this point, you know, we're at, at infinite possibilities. Uh, uh, but th- but that also makes sense. I mean, there's there's these guys are still more going to be available. I mean, it's if I guess yeah, I see what you're saying though. If one does get drafted, do you draft go up then just to get one? That, like it, that feels unlikely because I I guess I'm starting lean more towards the former than the latter. Just because I do find it hard to believe the Steelers are going, okay. We have to get a quarterback out of the first round. I I don't believe they think that way if you you know it's it's if you know i i you know i think the big barometers are going to be carolina mm-hmm. um and the saints right so you know uh the chance to jump up to 15 to beat the to bypass the saints if say say carolina goes picket yeah. uh you know then it's like well you know we got to get willis so that could happen. jump up to 15 but if carolina passes on a quarterback and all and no quarterbacks have been taken in the top 10 then it's almost like well we can kind of wait maybe and see what we get i don't know that could be i mean but then again like washington could pick a guy i mean it's it's just very hard for me to believe uh, frankly that a lot of these teams that like profoundly did not make the playoffs are going with their top 10 pick like oh we need a safety that's what's going to turn this whole thing around. Like that that part I kind of struggle with. Just imagine being a fan of that team. Like your team picks in the top eight and you're like, yeah, we want, you know, six and 11 and a safety is going to be <laughs> what gets us back to the playoffs. Like, And uh, don't forget to see Doctor Strange Multiverse of Machinus <laughs> in theaters next weekend. Uh, all right, let's get to the bottom line on the fear and loathing. Mm-hmm. Let's go to our own uh, Jeff Hartman here at Behind the Steel Curtain at Hartman underscore Pitt. Which quarterback in this draft is your favorite of the group? 54.6% Willis, 25.8% Pickett, 14.1% Ritter, Corral, 5.5%. Now, let's compare that with the national poll at ESPN. Okay. 38.1% Willis, still first place, but not as certain. Mm-hmm. Pickett, number two, 27.7%, pretty mm-hmm. much the same. Now, third nationally is Corral, 17.3%. Ritter right there, 16.9%. How, uh, which of these are more accurate? Well, I, I think they're accurate depending on who they're pointed at. Like, I think the one that uh, our own Jeff Hartman did, that, like, if you had told me that his question was not which QB in this draft is the favorite of the group, but rather which QB have you seen drafted to the Steelers the most <laughs> yeah. in mock drafts, yeah. I imagine these numbers would almost be exactly the same. Like, really, really close. It, um, where is it the national thing? It might be more a question of who, you know, because uh, then you're going to a different kind of coverage because it's not just who have you seen mocked and who have you heard about. It's also who did you see on TV and play? And I imagine of these guys, you probably saw Corral the most because he was best for a couple years. He yeah. played in the SEC. You saw yeah. him play some real tough teams. Bowl games. The, yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, you certainly saw him more than the guy that played at Pitt, Cincinnati, or Liberty. <laughs> yeah. So it, um, I, 
I, I do want to say, I know you jumped over, but very quickly, there's one tweet here about uh, somebody said Malik Willis is so good he couldn't win the starting job in Auburn and had to transfer to Liberty. Um, yes, because of, you know, just as we've seen in Pittsburgh, three-time Super Bowl champion Tyler Palco. Yeah. I mean, after Flacco going to Delaware, like it's that's there. If you have a reason not to take Willis, that's not it. Well, yeah, each I, you know, each, we could have gone in each of the uh, each of the quarterback candidates. <laughs> yes. uh, there's hate around. So we could have gone to each one. Um, I just like to point out that I know Flacco went to Delaware. That, that was the only reason I was throwing that out. Flacco in Case Point, and of course uh, <laughs> over in Cincinnati too. He uh, lost to uh, Dwayne Haskins. Right. So right. Transfer doesn't mean much. Exactly. Does it? Exactly. Um, even Randy Moss had to uh, right. had to transfer. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Kevin Colbert did speak. He and we and we tried to get some clues. It was like uh, it was like uh, you know a true crime podcast. <laughs> what are the clues we're going to get from uh, you know what was that what was that podcast everyone was into with the you know with the cute song? Oh, I don't. I've always lied about listening to true crime podcasts. I don't. Serial. Oh, okay. That was the big one. Even I'd heard of. Shoot, I should have had the music ready for Steeler Serial. Let's get to at Tommy Jaggy. Kevin Colbert said he got to see some of the quarterbacks in this class as many as seven times. Tell me you're taking a QB without telling me you're taking a QB. I mean, seven times. I don't even, you know, I haven't even watched, I don't even think I watched a total of seven quarterbacks in college (laughs) in the whole season. And he's watching them each seven times. So, uh, hey, it means I trust whoever they pick. That's what it tells me. It's like, oh, Sam Howell's their guy? All right. Carson Strong is their guy? Okay. All right. You know? Yeah, I want to go exactly with the last thing you even said there. They're taking a QB. They just (laughs) might not take him in the first round, but they're taking a quarterback somewhere in this draft. The, uh, okay, more Colbert clues. Here's at KD Pomp, Bob Pompiani. (laughs) One of the most important things that Kevin Colbert said today was that he and his scouts have seen every projected top-ranked QB live in multiple games. Does that mean that they're in the stadium? Or, or do we have, like, secret scouts uh, in these stadiums? I, I, I would hope. I mean, otherwise, somebody, like, describing how the quarterback dropped back and, like, Morse code probably wouldn't be terribly helpful. Like, well, someone texting, like, wow, Malik, you know, dropped back very well. He has a great throwing motion. Do you need to be in the building, or can you just watch the tape? Uh, I think you can do both, but I also think like th- th- there's got to be a feeling at this point of it. I don't. It's not a great analogy, but like buying a car. Like this is a big investment. We haven't bought a car in a long time, so like it's one thing to like, oh, we're doing the virtual test drive. It's something else to do the test drive. Like let's see as much as possible. Like I mentioned the virtual and seeing the guy uh, it, to cover as many bases makes sense to me because you know. Tomlin and Colbert are high profile in on these visitation days, but mm-hmm. there's not 32 head coaches or 32 no. GMs. And so obviously we're the, uh, I'm sorry, obviously my special <laughs> friends, the Steelers, are the outliers, it almost seems, as far as this process goes, as far as being there in person, seeing them. Uh, yeah. So... But uh, I also think they sent guys. I mean, like guys. the scouts and the, the whoever else. And it's, you know, Mark Bruner and a bunch of people that look more like scouts than Mark Bruner. If you've ever <laughs> seen those pictures of the Steelers scouts. Yeah. Po- one uh, one set of pocket protector, right? <laughs> not, not, I'm not talking about Brewer. Um, okay. How about at Bob Labriola, Kevin Colbert during the pre-draft presser today? Our top three picks have to become starters in this business model. I thought this was breaking news. I don't think we've heard this before, that we ex- the expectation is top three must become starters. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if they've ever explicitly stated it, but it is very much true. It, um, I mean, and hopefully, you know, it happens not because uh, a bunch of guys retire or get hurt like in the last year or so. But yeah, but it, it, it makes a lot of sense. It, it's something, you know, it, it, with the amount of turnover... And uh, with the fact, you know, that this has to work out. I mean, that's the way this continues going. Yeah. And so it tells me that picks like uh, Kendrick Green, that's not a developmental pick. You know, right. that, that they were betting on him to start and contribute. Yes. Um, and so and also when we if we trade away a third pick that that, that we really put a lot of value into that. You know, I kind of think of mm-hmm. a third round as, you know, I think of people like who we've missed on like a Golston or something, you know, mm-hmm. but really in the eyes of the franchise a third round pick is uh Heinz Ward. Is a Heinz, yeah, okay, there you go. It's mm. a Heinz Ward. 
or is a uh, or is a Mason Rudolph? You know. <laughs> yes. um, what did we really learn though oh, about about the draft process? Uh, you know, the, overlooked by by most of the media, if not all the media, <laughs> was this quote from Kevin Colbert. We did away with mocking other teams probably what? ten. 12 years ago, what? we just said, I don't know why we do this. We're just guessing. What? And it doesn't matter. We mock ourselves. We're, we're, we're picking first who we taking. We're picking that player's gone. We're picking second who we taking. We go all the way down to 20. What? And we'll have 20 guys lined up in the fashion that we'll pick them. What? And then we would decide if we want to trade up or trade down. And that's based on that earlier question. There's values to doing that. And again, what? when we trade away a third and a sixth, I'm like, are we trading away Emmanuel Sanders and Antonio Brown? We don't- uh, you know, good point there. Many good points. First mm-hmm. off, uh, I'll, I'll start at the, at the end. Well, you did trade away an Antonio Brown, and uh, well, you didn't trade away a Manny Sanders. But, no, no, no. You know. he signed elsewhere. Yes, but I mean, but you essentially <laughs> traded Antonio Brown, for, uh, Emmanuel Sanders for Antonio Brown when the time came. So the thing that you're living in fear of, you already did. What are you worried about, Kevin? You're fine, but they don't mock because. It's useless. It's just it's a guessing. Waste of time. Even at the top of the industry, you, you can't mock. Uh, the o- there's only one way to mock, and we and we just learned, and that's <laughs> not not to do it, uh, unless you think that there are patterns to be learned oh, uh, within within the mocks themselves. Does it? You know? Does I don't know? Do you? Uh, did you study? Did you study 300 mock drafts, Kevin Colbert? Maybe that's why you don't mock. Uh, maybe there is truth to be found in the mocks. A pattern will emerge. Is it numerology? Uh, I don't know. But I've seen these mocks pick so many names all across the web, but it's all the same. Yeah, the same. Just like Kevin said. <laughs> I don't care about the situation. These mock drafts are just mental masturbation. And we've gone raw at this point. (laughs) Completely raw. (laughs) There's only one way. There's only one way to mock. Or in the case of the 2022 offseason, there are at least 269 ways to mock. God in heaven. Can you believe it? This no. is We've built to this moment. It's been exhausting. I've been burning the candle. I, not even both ends. I put the whole candle into the saucer, the frying pan, and I'm just putting it on high heat. Ugh. Uh, uh. Uh, all for all for you, noble listener. <laughs> We're here to tell you what mocks are worthy and what mocks are mockable. There you go. Next and, week, and next week we will have the answers. Now it's time to just set you up with the data. Let's start with. Well, you know, not everyone. There is some mock burnout this year. <laughs> Finally, for the first time, I've seen some of the other podcasts have mock burnout, and now even at Pro Football Talk. Mr. Mike Fiorio, I have a mock draft ready to go. I'm seriously thinking about not posting it this year. What's the point? There are so many other ways to talk about the draft without pretending to know what's going to happen. This is from Florio himself. Wow. Good for him. Can we end mock draft? You know, it's like uh, we're canceling student debt. We need to cancel mock drafts while we're at it. All the all the time and energy we could have uh, we could have devoted to uh, all, many, many literally things. anything else. But there's still major developments this week in the mock okay. world for the first time. All draft. We know we've talked about trading up. Mm-hmm. We've talked about trading down. We've talked about trading into the first for a second first round pick but we've never talked about this for the first time cbs's chris's trapazzo the steelers trade out of the first entirely (laughs) in exchange for two second round picks and a 2023 second round pick three second round pick you know let's say three quarterbacks are already gone at 20 okay we trade out of the first our first pick would be number 43 wow that that's a long way to go who do we make this trade with does it say um geesh it's okay if you don't know i I didn't put it i i I gotta have the data it might as well be albuquerque for as realistic as this is albuquerque has an up-and-coming franchise but see what i'm saying like yeah so 43 58 i mean it's just you know i i think 
think something that I think a lot of people lose track of with the mock drafts, I certainly do, is that whole, like, when you pick a guy in the first round, you have those five years on the rookie deal. Like, yeah. that's not, like, a little or tiny thing. And it... And if you get all these second round picks, you have to pay all these guys in the same year. So like that's the other reason that not everyone's like, hey, we drafted ten dudes this year. So like this is, you know, it 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 I'm sure this was very fun for Mr. Trapazo to write, and it certainly got us talking about him, but uh but no. All right. I mean that's not to say a trade down is totally off the table, but to trade down more than twice the spots they already have is quite a lot. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, twenty to forty three is a mm-hmm. lot. Well, you know, we keep talking about all these human drafts but okay. finally someone has let madden draft madden the game okay on Good. uh on playstation we got jordan heck from sporty news uh-huh. let madden sim a draft and madden gave us matt corral at okay. pick 20 the quarterback i think that kind of gets back to what i said a few minutes ago this is a dude that was on espn for a couple years so i'm not totally surprised like the video game didn't say hey we're going to give you the guy from liberty like that <laughs> makes sense to me too um <clears throat> We're still getting new players mocked to us uh, this deep into the mock wars. Believe it or not, I mean, we're... 32 different players have been wow. mocked to the Steelers. Third, and, and we're at pick 20, and there are 32 different wow. players. Welcome to the mock wars for the first time. George Karlaftis, the... Uh, He's the outside. He's I don't know if he's D end or outside linebacker, but he's an edge okay. rusher from Purdue. Okay. Uh, a lot of people put this guy... Well, earlier in the season he was like a top ten. Now the mocks he's been he's he's starting to slip. I don't know. Oh. I guess he's been eating too many donuts. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, but do you see edge rusher? In I first can't round? imagine why edge rusher. But again, it's like that. That's one of those ones that like that to me makes about as much sense as like the picking at forty three guy. Just because like my mind has to get to the point where it's like all right. So so like five quarterbacks went through in the top 19 and like eight receivers like all kinds of <laughs> craziness then and then like sure maybe we're looking at you know edge rushers or tackles or i don't know like i don't know i'd rather trade it out of the first entirely yes than, if that's than an happened. edge rusher how about okay for the first time mock to us by walterfootball.com which okay. is uh I, I think dave schofield found these these guys <laughs> Kyle Hamilton, safety oh. out of Notre Dame. Now, you know, this guy's been mocked. as a super safe. Yeah, I've never heard them talk about a safety prospect like him. Top I mean. five in a lot of these mocks. And now, but now all of a sudden he's slipping to 20. He's got the... He's got the closing speed of a Palomalu. You know, he can get to the backfield. Um, but, uh, you know, the, some of the other aspects of the game might be not pro-worthy yet. I don't know. I, I, I do think that if he's somehow there at 20, they would take him. But I also don't think that's at all plausible. <laughs> Well, also mocked to us for the first time, another safety. This time it's Lewis Sign from uh, Georgia. Okay. Mocked to us by uh, Alex Alex Kazora. The, uh, safety, I mean, I see that I've been thinking, I've been seeing a lot of mock second round safeties. Yeah. You know, like Brisker. I think that's how I know this Lewis guy's name, because I think I've seen him in the second yeah. round, him or Brisker or something. Yeah. But uh, first round safety, I mean, you know, heck, I mean, you know, I mean, Terrell Edmonds was a first round safety, so it's not out of the question. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, that's certainly not impossible, and it certainly makes more sense than edge rusher. But yeah, <laughs> uh, 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 I mean, I guess, but it also seems like that's the kind of thing where, you know, the receivers and the quarterbacks didn't break their way and the trade back offers didn't look too hot either all right so let's should we look at the tally here we're like i said we're up to 32 players in 269 mock drafts we've had 53 mock drafts this week more than uh not almost twice as much as our is last week which was our uh biggest week to date yet that's more than eight a day right 53 i've been up all i'm still i got 10 i'm 10 mocks behind to (laughs) to log these in i promise my loyal listeners we're gonna get to the truth and we need the data so i i got 10 mocks to go uh at 269, let's go to the top because, you know, there's 32 players, but do we really even, you know, are some of these guys uh, even on the board? You know, Lewis Sign, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Kyle Hamilton, uh, George Karlaftis. Uh, we had the, the, the Tulsa guy from. Uh, oh, Smith. You know, Dotson, oh. the wideout. These are oh, all guys yeah. with one. Let's skip all the guys that are getting no votes. Let's go. Let's let's go to our top one, two, three, four, five. 
Let's go to our top eight mocks. Okay, okay. If you believe in the data, mm -hmm. crowdsource data, then these are our top eight choices. And I believe we can even riddle, riddle it. I believe we can whittle. Uh, whittle it down to our top three even. Let's start number eight. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum, the center. Oh. Ten mocks. Okay. Uh, and, and gained one this week, but I I can't see a center in the first. Yeah, round. that's hard to believe. I mean, it also says what I mean. It's it's one in every twenty seven boxes <laughs> picking him right. So it's wow, that's yeah. just astonishing. Also with ten, Sam Howell, the quarterback okay. from UNC. Not not as much love compared to these other quarterbacks. Well, yeah, Howell seems to be off the radar, but he does, he does. But if you if you talk to, I think it was. Uh, was it Matt, uh, not Matt Canada, was it Mike Sullivan? Sully said that uh, he might be a Sam Howell guy? It, it could be. I mean, it, 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 you know, at this point, it all it all rings the same for me. Just like one loud noise over <laughs> and over again when they talk about quarterbacks. Um, sixth place in the Steeler Mock Wars, Devontae Wyatt to tackle out of Georgia. He 11, does feel like the consolation prize. 11 mock, he gained three this week. He's been on the rise. If, if, yeah. if, before free agency, he was only mocked to us once. Oh. So this guy is a total post-free agency mocker. Interesting. Uh, 11 mocks to us now. Uh, but, you know, it's the question marks about character. Right. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, I... You know, I like to think that we're Steelers are the team of second chances, but we're also the team of high character, especially that first round. I trying I, to be, I, yeah. I kind of call it the Rooney pick. It, mm -hmm. it feels to me that at least ever since uh, Mr. Rooney passed, it's been high character first rounds, you know, uh, marked with TJ, Terrell yeah. Edmonds. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, these are high character. So. Um, that doesn't mean Devontae White is not, but I think that it's a big it question It should be mark. taken into consideration. Fifth place with 16 mock drafts, Pen Trevor Penning from hmm. uh, the, I don't know where he's from. He's a he's a tackle from somewhere yeah deep in Iowa, northern Iowa, northern Iowa. Know, that's guess. right. Okay, but again, they they didn't go to his pro day. That just feels yeah. like that that just you could just wipe them off your board. No it pro does. day. All right, now top four and no surprise, all quarterbacks mm -hmm. in fourth place with 20 mock drafts, Matt Corral. Hmm. Um, he gained two this week. You know, he's been in the mix as far as these mocks, but he's not, he hasn't been, uh, elite as we say, compared to the top three, like number mm -hmm. three with 33 mock drafts, Kenny Pickett. Wow. Gained eight this week. So it was okay. a big week for him. I was going to say that's a jump up. Yeah. In the, 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 I guess the stigma is he's ready to go now. But we're not looking for the ready to go now, guys. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's that it is weird that everything you read, the people are like, oh, Pickett has no upside. It's like what? I, I seem to remember them saying that about the New England guy last year too, and he had a fine season. Yeah. Like he's going to build on that. I mean, he has no upside. That that one always rings a little weird to me. Like <clears throat> at second place with forty-one mock drafts, including twelve this week. It's. Desmond Ritter, hmm. University of Cincinnati. Um, I, you know, some mocks give him give him to the Steelers in the second. Yeah, but, but I mean, I'd be, you know, I'm happy with I'm happy with him at twenty if, if yeah, that's I what it comes live, to. I could live with that. Yep. And of course, number one with fifty eight. Wow. Mock drafts, almost not quite twenty percent, but uh, around that one out of five. Uh, Malik Willis, 20, wow. 20 new mocks this week, fifty eight in total. Uh, everyone, you know, I mean, but that's, but that's the narrative, you know, yes. uh, we saw Tomlin there. They had the whole conversation. Tomlin eats chicken wings. Yep. Um, and it's the, and it's the narrative locally as mm -hmm. well. You know, he's mm -hmm. got the great upside. He's the next Lamar Jackson or whatever he, mm -hmm. whatever he is. Um, I believe in the mock data. So I think it okay. will be one of these top three Willis Ritter or Pickett that gives us 90 120 130 out of 200 almost 50 percent okay of the drafts okay. of these one of these three quarterbacks that, no that tracks that makes that that very well could be that would be that would be the greatest redemption story of the mock draft world and hopefully just justify you doing this we've unlocked we've unlocked the data so put your money <laughs> hard on one of those three quarter I know you're like well that's not very specific one of the three look it's it's uh it's you know it's it's numerology. It's not, uh, you know, go talk to your psychic if you want to narrow down after those three. We're just guessing. We're going so long. We got to take this break. Uh, shoot, man. We're just going. Hey, you know what? But it's draft day. Right. So we're going to go a little bit long today. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, that's uh, hope you like it. If not, delete and go to the next podcast right, right. because be one 
<laughs> Believe me. There'll be plenty tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Behind the Steel Curtain is going to be hitting you up like the uh, door-to-door salesman. Ding dong, you're going to have a new ring on your podcast door. All right, we uh, we got a lot to talk about when we come back, including Najee, including Terrell Edmonds, including, uh, I don't even know. what. Uh, how about... Uh, how about Devin Bush? We'll talk about Devin Bush even. How about oh, that? okay. All right. We will be back. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, all right, all right. We're back. What Jin's talking about? No more mock talking. We're re-energized and ready for the second half uh, because there's exciting news going around, like uh, like a new return here. <laughs> So the names will all change in some other towns, but the main Steelers way is to stay around. Don't need to go around and shop cause we know just what we got. Welcome back. This is a product of your journey. I'm thinking I'm back. And your journey's not over yet. The show goes on. That's right. Welcome back. You know the Steelers way. You want to stay at home. You don't want to go roam around, you know? Mm-hmm. The grass is never greener than mm-hmm. at Heinz Field. Indeed. It's painted on, is, yeah, is it? Yeah, it's, 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 it, well, it's brown a lot in the later in the season, too. But yeah. <laughs> um, let's go to at Neil Kulong. Terrell Edmonds is the first first-round pick. By the team in the option era to have his option declined and still play a fifth year with that team. Does that make sense? That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of uh, options. Yeah, talk. yeah, no, that makes sense. It's it's yeah. They decided, you know, if you if you meet that option, you'd have paid them a lot of money. And you said, hey, go out there and find the offer you want. Who kind of didn't? And here we are. You know, the team said, hey, thanks, but no thanks on the big paycheck. And Edmund said. Hey, you know what? I'm still sticking around. That tells me, you know, they ha- we haven't asked him yet, but I guarantee you put the put this money on the bank. So call up Duel Fan Duel right now. When they talk, when the press talks to Terrell Edmonds, and the first or second question is going to be, "What made you decide to come back?" The over under on the word Tomlin is two point <laughs> five sentences. Sentences. Why did you come back? I, he's gonna, it's going to be love this team, Mike Tomlin. Boom. It very well could be, and it's you know, and hey, it's also a way of betting on yourself. I do believe in that. He comes in for this thing. If he has a great year, then he really could get more money somewhere else. I mean, it's it's you know, hopefully the better version for him of what didn't quite happen for Juju a few months ago. I um. You know, most of the tweets from Steeler Nation were actually pretty positive about this signing. You know, not a lot to complain about because mm-hmm. of the, you know, he came back as a, as a four-year starter, come back, mm-hmm. cheaper money. But there were, you know, there's a couple. How about <whistles> at Jim Stam 22 for the city uh, underscore 412. Some of yens need to let go of your love for Terrell Edmonds. Is he terrible? Of course not. He's just an incredibly average strong safety with very little upside and even less market value. 32 teams have just told him this. Um, well, my understanding is there were two other offers that he turned down. He turned down to uh, Bengals and Eagles, I believe. Yeah, was. I think I think those were the two. It, uh, I mean, yes, those teams did tell him that his market value might not have been what he'd hoped. But I mean, you know, I think I've said it before. I always think safety is like old timey vaudeville comedy duos. Like there's the wild man and there's the straight man. And, you know, the wild man thing only works if you have the good straight man. And he makes a good straight man for Menka. I, I love it. Let me. Uh, let's, yeah. Um the the what was the point I wanted to make? Eh, not that important. Let's 
how about at Mark Cabali in a weird twist? Marcus Allen will make more than Terrell Edmonds this year. Uh, that seems to be this, you know, the big narrative, like, oh, uh, who makes more? Is that, I mean, hell, if I was Terrell Edmonds, that might be in the back of my mind a little bit. Uh, I, it made me feel bad to read that, thinking about that, like, when I'm out there, you know, for, like, I don't know how many snaps a game on, like, a long drive, and Marcus Allen is playing special teams. We don't know. I mean, with the ad, with the addition of Boykin, though, you know, maybe that could right. be. It very well know? could be. Yeah. And it's, you know, and Allen does sometimes play inside linebacker when catastrophes happen. But, um, yeah. but yeah. At, uh, um, you know, the way that this is purely hypothetical on my part. So, uh, hey, why not? Everyone else is uh, making their best we're guess. guessing. I'm thinking that the Steelers probably offered Edmonds one of these two-year deals that we've seen the other free agents make, where all the money is kind of in the second year. Mm -hmm. That lets them able, that gives them the ability to cut them after the first year if they want. So say, you know, say it was, uh, say it was two years, eight million, with only one point five in the first and you know five point five in the second. Mm -hmm. And Edmonds is like, you know, actually, I'd rather just do a one-year for more money. Ah, okay, that makes sense. And then, yeah, and then if the Steelers really like him, okay, he has a great year, they'll. Try Try to resign him for more money if he has a great year and someone else wants to pay him more money then hey everyone might do that too or if there's one of these college captains like a brisker or a lewis mm -hmm. sign out there mm -hmm. uh you know then maybe maybe just move on and right. um you know it's a lot of uh i guess it's a speculation on our part so <laughs> let's cut that out um Najee, it was a big week for Najee under the yes. radar Najee had a busy week mm -hmm. but it didn't make the headlines uh Let's start with at Fan Nation KDKA. Najee and Muth join Britt Baker at the Pete. So uh Britt Baker A AEW wrestling. Okay, thank you for explaining that to me. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the clip of them come out with I her. saw a picture of them with a wrestler. <laughs> so Najee comes out with a terrible towel beach blanket. <laughs> and Muth comes out with like the terrible towel handkerchief. It was the, the tiniest. <laughs> terrible towel i've ever seen okay. it's like what they give a newborn or something okay. at, well, I mean, at allegheny sure is it just that that's such a big guy i mean is it it's, it was genuinely smaller than a towel that's what you're telling me okay. i i urge everyone listening to to seek out that the world's tiniest terrible towel <laughs> um or yeah maybe muth is the biggest name. I, I, don't I don't know, know. i mean i'm just I, I mean i remember matt spath yeah okay so uh, so one day he's showing up at wrestling then uh, let's go straight to, oh, that's Najee, Najee Harris himself. Always good to be home, especially when I get to surprise the kids. Today, me and Tony the Tiger are donating game-changing equipment to mm. the athletes at, at PPS News, uh, uh, Pittsburgh Public Schools. Hey. So, you know, $44,000 donation, dollar donation in equipment from Najee and Frosted Flakes. That's fantastic. Uh, you know, that, that was a little under the radar. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see Tony the Tiger on the sidelines of the Kansas City playoff game as he promised. I oh, was he? Oh, I, I, I didn't know that Tony was supposed to make an appearance. I mean, this is the most positive story I've ever heard associated with Frosted Flakes, <laughs> which are essentially sugar. Well, they're... <laughs> um, <laughs> at... A stocky WTAE. Mm -hmm. Najee Harris is off to Mexico, designated at the Steelers' international home for a tour of the capital city. Oh. He will host a draft party and announce the Steelers' fourth round pick. Hey. Um, you know, I guess Najee is the as the typical choice. He does know a lot of the hit Mexican uh, music. Right, so that makes. I mean, I don't I'm know. glad you finally explained that clip. I've never known what that is. The entire time you've been playing that for months, I just like assumed. Uh, I, I just played dumb and just be like, "Well, the rest of them get it right." After Monday Night Football, he the the it was like the Spanish uh, announcer came up to him after Monday Night Football and oh, okay. he started singing, you know, uh, uh, whatever popular that... Mexican song. Okay. Uh, one one more thing on Najee here from. This is at. B.E. Pryor, Brooke Pryor. Interesting tidbit from my conversation with Najee Harris. He said the Steelers kept him in the loop with their plans to sign Mitch Trubisky and said he also helped the Steelers land Levi Wallace, uh, mm. a fellow Alabama product. Is, is I mean... What, what do you think that means that they he kept him in the loop? They're not like they're not like bouncing off ideas off him. He's only a second year guy, right? Well, it could. It, I mean, keeping you in the loop can be just as simple as like you know sending someone a text. Like, hey, we signed Mitch Trubisky, or we're talking to Mitch Trubisky. Okay, that's in the loop. That's that's a text, like an emoji. 
can keep you in the loop. If Najee's getting it, second year guy, does that mean does that mean someone like a DJ is getting it? Does that mean someone like a Well, I imagine I imagine DJ, I imagine Pat, I imagine a lot of them. I mean, it's you know, the Steelers I think the last time the Steelers drafted a quarter brought in a new quarterback to be a starter, like texting really wasn't a thing. So like, you know, like I think there's more ways of keeping folks in the loop than ever. It, um, and I am I'm kinda glad they let these guys know. It makes sense. I don't know. I don't think they were asking them their permission. Hey, what do you think of Mitch Trubisky? That that's a little much for me to believe but it you know for the idea i mean it came up a lot last season about the idea about when roethlisberger left that Najee would be the face of the team and i i think that that transition really is well uh into place and it, it seems that way he's he's on this he's on this world tour here you know mm-hmm. i mean you know no one else signed with frosted flakes i didn't you know right 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 exactly yeah i mean frosted flakes could, literally could choose anybody and they chose him and like, i if you're gonna pick anyone to be the next face of the franchise I, you know Najee's kind of sounding like a little bit like a tiny tomlin uh right. check out this interview with uh mike florio we want to win our division first for sure um it's a hard division and we like that uh, we embrace that um, so to come in there and to, and to, to win our division, I think that'll be one of the first things uh, that we want to knock off of our uh, to-do list. What? Obviously, win it all, too, but, you know, take it step by step. He's sounding like little tiny Tomlin there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's saying all the right things and... Um, and- you know, I don't know, eating all the right cereals. Well, I, I, well, I, 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 one, I imagine that, that Najee does not eat much Frosted Flakes. Maybe he does. I don't know. But I will say that um, I, I, I think that's, I've always heard from other reporters, I don't know if it was Dayan Kovacevic or somebody, that the idea, well, I say other reporters, like we're reporters, actual reporters, <laughs> I've heard them say that, like, you know, a lot of times you'll go talk to these guys after a game and they'll all be parroting Tomlin's line. And it's not necessarily parroting, it's just that's how connected they are to it. That's how much what Tomlin says means to them that they're just then saying it when asked and because they respect this guy and look up to him so much they want to sound and be like him mm-hmm. um all right let's get we're we're going around let's put uh let's put let's i don't know let's put one minute whatever we're gonna go long <laughs> let's put some time on the clock for the speed round okay um let's start with at barstoolberg mm. barstool yinzers Devin Bush is looking bug eye emoji. This went viral. He's doing some, uh, you know, some little cone drills out there on the practice field. Oh, good. Did okay. you see this? He looked I, like- I, I did not. And I was going to ask you about the interpretation of bug eye emoji. He was looking good. It was oh, uh, good. Remember, uh, it might have been the off season before Vince Williams became the full time starter. Okay. And he put out the, he put out his, uh, you know, workout vids. Oh, yeah. Occasionally you see some of those. And it was fun. I always liked Vince. And, yeah. you know, it just I remember him looking so fast on the uh, on those cone drills and that's what we we're, we're seeing from Devin Bush at least on this one 20 second clip on Instagram and that's so great that's so ironic because then you would hear the rest of the season be like oh Vince Williams is too slow to be an inside linebacker you would hear that every single week okay no that makes sense so you know uh you know right before minutes before draft uh day Devin mm-hmm. Bush is making sure that maybe inside linebacker we ignore <laughs> wait for the weekend for that inside there linebacker go. there you go uh how about at Mike Asty 11 Mike J Asty mm-hmm. it is not insensitive in any way to say the Steelers need to put a hard deadline onto it the Steelers have been beyond patient and good to him but this wait and see approach is beyond asinine at this point um you know, what the fans seem to know and what the team seems to know seem to be different things. You know, if you listen to this show two weeks ago, we reported from Steeler Nation West Facebook page <laughs> that Tuart is in good spirits and he and he will be, you know, he will be returning to the team. Um, you know, what what's fans don't need, you know, he doesn't need to be paid. Fans need to be patient, not the Steelers. Right. What's. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, no, I agree with you. I mean, this tweet, I mean, we're, we're obviously we're reading this uh, moments before the draft, but we could have read this tweet uh, moments before the Panthers preseason game or all throughout the season. Right? You need to put a hard deadline into it. Uh, apparently you don't. It. Moreover, I mean, I'm, look, I'm not the read body language guy. That's not one of my abilities. But whenever you see Tomlin and Colbert and they talk about to it, they look relaxed. They're yeah. smiling. It's not, it's not like, well, we really hope that he decides to choose to come back. No, that's not what's going on. They look 
look they look pretty pleased about things so i'd be surprised tomlin almost laughed when he said no yeah. update you know right, he was almost right. like laughing at the reporter these like, guys no update. And, and as brilliant as these men are they're probably not great at like poker faces so like yeah so that's probably uh, oh probably that's a, a hot take you don't think uh tomlin can play poker no All i'm right, sure tomlin okay. i'm sure he could play poker against me i mean i, I don't play and i'm terrible when i do but regardless i'm saying that for someone that could choose that knows they're under such scrutiny uh, whatever message they send, whether verbally or not, that was very much a tell. That's a joke to me. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, let's let's move on to at Stats Guy Daniel, Daniel Valente. Mm-hmm. All the best to Duck Hodges in retirement. Here, we'll here. never forget that magical 2019 run when Duck became only the second undrafted quarterback in NFL history to win their first three starts as a rookie. The, oh, that was great! Yeah, the, the what mm-hmm. is it about the Duck era that was so special? It's uh, you know we don't treat Denny Dixon in the same uh, you know the same light. We don't treat, I mean, I mean, yeah, maybe Batch does get that kind of love, but no local one, guy. Batch is also a local, local guy, guy that does so well in the community and has for so long. I think, and it was something I think you and I talked about at the time but before we had this podcast. Just that feeling of there being no expectations whatsoever. I mean, as, as great as the Ben years were, there was always that feeling of like, okay, they got to win the Super Bowl this year. They got to win this game. They're favored. You don't know who's healthy, who's not. And then with Duck, there was none of that. This is fun. I hope they yeah. win. And they probably, and I think the other part of the Duck thing is the defense was so good then at, uh, in a way that they unfortunately haven't necessarily been since. But yeah, it was that just that, it wasn't just that there were that, that, that weighing sense of they have to win lifted. It's that it lifted instantaneously. And, you know, the, yeah, sure, he won three games, but then he also lost three games. He got pulled for Mason, you know. He wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't any kind of a storybook season. You know, we we didn't make the playoffs, but there's just something magical about, you know, contending for the playoffs. And Oh, yeah. You know, which is, it's kind of like, it, I related to last season how, you know, sometimes the drama of a season can make that season better than even you know, making deep into the playoff run, like seasons like last year and 2019, the duck season were more exciting than the 13 and 0 season from two years ago. Well, certainly. And well, also a global pandemic, but I think I've learned that that's even more true because again, imagine, and you know, I've talked about this. If this team loses the Seahawks game this past year, we've been talking, then we'll have been talking mock drafts since Halloween. Oh God. Yeah. Um, so, you know, well, happy trails to Duck. A hundred percent. And I, I, as, I, as we said at the time, I hope he kills it as a motivational speaker. He'll just dominate at that. Or anything, a broadcaster or whatever. He, mm-hmm. I don't know. Does he say he wants to do motivational speaking? I don't know. It's just something I'm sure he'd be good at. I'm sure he could do a whole bunch of things. I mean, he's, you know, going to be like 25 years old with a bunch of money and some notoriety. What a hoot. I'll give Duck the final word, actually. <laughs> Because when Mark Madden tweeted, next stop Canton, in re- in response to the Duck uh, Hodges retirement, at Devlin Hodges 10, Devlin Hodges, Mark's next stop, Pornhub. <laughs> I think enough said right there. A bright future for Mr. Hodges. All right. Enjoy. Uh, enjoy the first round of the draft. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll be here next week to recap all the winners and losers of mock draft season. We'll tell you who you can trust in the media and who you can disgust. <laughs> watch uh, Behind the Steel Curtain. Watch all our podcasts all weekend throughout the draft. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Kyle Christ. Greg, where are you on Twitter? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Greg Benefent. B is in boy. E-N-E. V is in Victor. E-N-T. We will see you next week. Woo! with a whole new class of players.